Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Soberland. I'm Lindsay, your lovely host. And today I'm bringing back a fave to the pod, uh, Gabby Papazoff. Slash Bradford. Oh, right. You got got (laughs) married. (laughs) Gabby Bradford. My bad. Does that mean your middle name is now Papazoff? No. Your maiden name becomes... How does that work? I don't know. Adulting. (laughs) I mean, you can choose like whatever you want, but I just chose to take... You could be Gabby Disco's mom, Bradford. I mean, have you seen that episode of Friends where Phoebe changes her name? (laughs) No. To what? (laughs) To... Miss Consuela ba- Banana Hammock. Or <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now that you mentioned it. <laughs> and then her fiance, or no, husband changed it because they were having the same um, conversation about Oh, like, she got married names. to somebody and wanted to change Oh, my God. Have you not seen? I have. There's like 700 episodes. I can't memorize all of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, she got married to Paul Rudd. And, his, and so he was like, I can't believe you changed your name to that. So he changed his name to Mike Crap. No. <laughs> No, no, because his name is Mike, but or I think his name is Mike, but um, oh crap, I think it was bag of crap or something. <laughs> he changed it to something like that. Great, <laughs> yeah. But so you could change it to anything you want, but I decided to just take his last name because when it's higher up in the alphabet, and I also like it, and I love him, and we're like family. Okay, so cool. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> great. No, because the, usually when Friends is on in my house, it's when I'm falling asleep because I like I fall asleep to TV, but it, I like it to be something that's comforting that I know well. So for many, many years, it was Gilmore Girls. I would fall yeah, asleep to that. I did that. Too. I mean, I don't know the kind of psychological damage I've done by <laughs> doing that. But but then uh, then I transitioned to Friends. Yeah. Um, and that took up a good year, yeah. I'd say. And now I'm on Frasier. Oh. See, I've never watched Frasier. It's good. I mean, I honestly haven't either because I just sleep too. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's like, a you know, a yeah. feel good show. That's so true. That happens to me, too. I in college for a long time. My show to fall asleep to was Arrested Development. Oh, yeah. And then I feel like more recently since I moved here, I went through cycles of like Gilmore Girls there oh no how i met your mother was for a long time oh, yeah, like two years that. and then there was like gilmore girls there was um friends right now where like evan and i are on that 70s show because <laughs> it's like on netflix you fall asleep to that show yeah i mean we'll just like put it on and like fall asleep but i think i don't know if you remember that show very much but yeah like eric is so annoying and he leaves the last season and i was like you know, people usually are like, oh, when someone but they just leaves, like, it gets worse. Yeah, but, but they I don't think acknowledge it, it. They just, like, act like everything's... This, like, what happened well, to Eric? He, he went away to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, such a weird thing. Classic Eric. Good. Anyway, getting off topic, but yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, Gabby and I had a day. We went um, to go see... We went to the Beverly Center, the mall here in West Hollywood. We went to Bloomingdale's to see Stassi from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Which we saw her for like five minutes. Well, she's Stassi <laughs> claims that she wrote a book, even though it was 100% a ghostwriter because that girl cannot write a book. None of them can. <laughs> yeah, I like on the show, they like show her like typing she's a few words. And she's like, like she's I've only got on her three book. chapters done. I'm like, <laughs> you are not writing this. But anyways, she is on a book tour for a book that 
she paid someone else to write for her, but um, but she's on the New York Times bestseller list, so she's doing something right. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> she's doing it. But needless to say, we did not buy the book. I mean, we gave in. Yeah, we didn't buy the book, but we went to the event. Yeah, and we saw her. They did a Q and A. We caught like the last two minutes of. Yeah, and then they did, and then it's like the whole thing is you have to buy a book, and then you can meet her. Yeah. But we were like refusing we were to too buy cool the book. For that. <laughs> we were like, this is where we draw the line. The book is called, what is it? But, uh, Base, it's like basic, something about being a basic bitch. Yeah. I don't How remember. How to be basic? I can't bring myself to buy a book about that. I'm like, I'm already. Next level basic. Next level yeah. basic. It's yeah. basically about her love for ranch and shopping and her yeah. small dogs. Just what you would imagine a basic yeah. bitch to be. But we went there, we saw her. She was wearing an awful top. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I'm really I feel like we're just like bashing her. I mean, obviously I have some like love for her. I yeah, showed we up. obviously went. I traveled <laughs> across town to go see her. So I don't like hate her. But um, you know, that's what you do. You go so you can criticize, right? Yeah. Why else would you be a reality TV star yeah. if you don't want people to criticize you? But um, she was she seemed nice. She's yeah, like she does seem nice. And her boyfriend, Bo, was there. Yeah, let's talk about him. He's really hot. He's a babe. Yeah. Like and he, like, I think it's so cute that they're so in love. Do you think it's real or is it for I don't know. Show? I really do think they're in love. But yeah, I think so, too. I'm, Ugh. like, a hopeless romantic about, like, about reality TV love. Yeah, Gabby's, like, Gabby, you were, like, really into him. You were, like, I would have showed up just to see him. Yeah. He's <laughs> he cute. Cu- he's really cute. He he's is. He's really cute. And I think he's just like so endearing and like such a nice guy. Like and I don't I, know him, but and you said that you've been following him on Instagram before he even started dating Stassi. Yeah. You somehow somehow I had followed him on Instagram. I have no idea how. I know he's in casting and I've done like so some maybe production work. work. So I was like maybe someone from work tagged him or something. But I have no idea. I'm just mad that you didn't make this connection with him <laughs> and I before he met Stassi. I don't think he. I don't know if he posted a lot of pictures of himself before he started dating Saucy. Oh. Now he has like over 100,000 followers. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <Anyway. On> to <laughs> we've talked oh. about Saucy. Well, speaking of um, people writing books, I have to like sh- give my mom a shout out because she just got a contract for a book deal. Oh, wow. Which is like super exciting. That's so amazing. What is props to my mom. She actually wrote her own book. <laughs> is it she already wrote it? Or? Yeah, I think... I think she wrote it already, or maybe the contract gives her money to finish it. But she, yeah. So I think it's going to be published sometime this year. That's great. What's so it called? Um, Basic Bitch. <laughs> no, definitely not that. If you don't know, Gabby's mom's a pastor. Yeah. So. <laughs> Could you imagine a Basic Bitch the basic church book? <laughs> no, I think it's called... I don't know how to be a basic church. I know what it is, but I don't know if she wants me to like release the okay, title okay. yet. Well, you know, because all your followers are gonna more to come on to Gabby's steal the book idea. <laughs> anyway, cool. so props to her. Props to <laughs> Mama Papazov. Um, and then we are going to Tom Tom tonight for dinner. Yeah, hopefully we can get in. If you don't know, it's <laughs> the show on Vanderpump Rules. It's the restaurant from. The new restaurant from the show. We, we're just now a full-on Vanderpump Rules podcast. I know. It's like we're fans, but we, we, hate, that hate, we that. hate that we are fans. I hate that I've, I'm here. I'm, I hate that they've got me. 
I know. It's like we're reluctant fans. I think that's part of the love. Like you, you love to hate it. Yeah, that's true. So, but like we're going to the restaurant for dinner. We could go. There's <laughs> ten <laughs> billion restaurants in Los Angeles. That we choose to go there. Well, we've only been once, so like I kind of want to go again to see if it's actually good because. There's been a l- really long lines that I've noticed every time I drive by there. Yeah. So I'm like, why are people so but obsessed with there's been with like Miley place? Cyrus sightings and like... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of celebs that Gomez. are supposed to it's go there. Yeah. Yeah. There's Kelly Clarkson. There's just like all these Chrissy big people. Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. Watch. We're going to go and see nobody. No, absolutely nobody on <laughs> oh, a Saturday night. No, we saw that hairstylist <laughs> that one time oh, we went. <laughs> Chaz Dean. <laughs> The yeah, maker of when hair care. <laughs> why I know that? I, I know why I know that because he has a stupid billboard he's got, he's, yeah. on Hollywood Boulevard with his face. He's had that billboard forever. Like 10 years. He's like the classic frosted tips. Yeah. Horrible hair. But yeah. he was there. So that's who we saw <laughs> at Tom Tom. <laughs> Great. And we were talking about um, in the car how Lala is sober and she's like, openly which it was kind of like off and on in the season that she was like quit for a second and do it again but i guess now she's like fully committed to being sober yeah she's got um like she's going to therapy and aa and apparently is a sober coach (laughs) which i was like what is a sober coach and you're like isn't that just your sponsor (laughs) (laughs) i know is that what a sponsor it's a paid sponsor and it's a paid aa sponsor i guess i mean I don't know. Like, good for her to have, you know, to, like, take steps to, like, help with her sobriety. Like, honestly, I feel like if you hang out with that group of people that constantly drink 24-7, you probably do need a sober coach that's, like, there. Yeah, totally. To, like, help you because... I'm glad that one of them is finally, like, taking control of their life. Yeah. For the better. Because I just got into the show, like, a year or so ago. Because I forced her. Like, last season, Yeah. And then I went back and I watched some, like, earlier seasons just for entertainment. And, like, when they're younger, I don't want to say it's, like, more okay or whatever, the amount that they're drinking when they're younger. But they're, like, obviously in their kind of, like, early, mid-20s. When they're young. But now yeah, Jax but is, now like, 40. Yeah, they're, like, mid-30s. And they're drinking, like... Yeah, like, it's just... Like, they're in college still, And, like, for me, I think, too, it's, like, looking at that, I'm, like, oh, Like, I'm, I feel gross when I see someone, like, yeah. binge drinking that much. But, like, the next morning when they show them, like, waking up from a night of drinking, I can just, like, smell how bad it is <laughs> in there. It's, like, the body odor and, like, yeah. the sweat and... Yeah, like it's just ta- like leftover Taco Bell. <laughs> Ugh, man, Vanderpump rules. Okay, sorry that this is... Like I feel like we took the last half of your podcast that you usually do and th- it made it the front, the, fir- <laughs> the front part <laughs> i know but you know I, I wanted to talk about our day and that it was a very vanderpump rules day well what else has like been going on with you uh, i kind of had a breakup last night oh my gosh <laughs> i love that you're acting surprised <laughs> <laughs> you know all about it <laughs> I'm trying to like be like a like a listener. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't. It's hard to say a breakup because was it even really? A, was I dating this? I mean, I was dating this. You person. were dating. Um, I wasn't like in. A, I don't know if I'd say I was in a relationship with them. But um, yeah, I was seeing this guy for like the past 
don't know, two months, month and a half. Mm -hmm. And um, he was really, really great, On to be honest. Um, like, he, everything, like, on paper was sounded good. Like, yeah. he had a good job. He was driven. Um, he was, like, really kind, like, treated me amazing. Like, mm -hmm. opened the door for, like, for the car every single time, like paid for every meal, like treated me so great. He was funny. He was tall, which is like very important yeah. for me. Yeah. He was really, he was a really good guy. Um, and we like had a good time together. We had a date, like our third date that lasted 24 hours. Mm -hmm. I don't even know yeah. why I'm saying this, but yeah. So anyways, my point is it was promising and um, because it was so promising, I did have hesitation. I knew something was probably gonna happen. Like he was gonna, it was gonna come out that he had like a family or something. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but you shouldn't like. I don't know. I, I know. feel like you can find but a when person you find, like that. When you find someone like that great in LA, that's in LA and still <laughs> single, you like have to question like what's going on. I get it. Yeah, and there really wasn't anything wrong. I would say like maybe like sexually we weren't super compatible. Yeah, and I think sometimes you can meet someone that's like a really great person, but isn't like the right person for you. Yeah, like, you know? I think for me there was just something missing there. I think the main thing, the main problem was just me. And I have so much right now um, going on, like as far as my like sobriety goes, that's obviously a huge priority. I'm, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to hit a year in like a month. And that's I just so like crazy more than anything want to get there to that point. Mm -hmm. And I just uh, I feel like I've been I, I have been neglecting AA. I've talked about it on here. I finally went back to started going to meetings this week, but I, I felt like, you know, I wasn't doing the things that I should be doing for my sobriety and myself. Yeah. I felt, I feel like I just have so much going on between work and this podcast. And I have a project that I'm working on for the podcast. That's a secret and it's going to be super exciting and Top more secret. to come on that. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's uh, between that and my full-time job and then my sobriety and mental health. I mean, obviously like I talk about that all the time, it's super important to me. I just felt like throwing in a relationship in on top of that was just a lot. And I yeah. felt like it wasn't the right thing right now for me. Yeah. Like it's like a good responsible thing for you to like think about it that way. Cause it's like, you can't just get into a relationship and expect that, like, you're still going to be able to spend all this time on just you. Right. You know, because it's like it is like you have to like think about like your partner's needs and like what what they want and like making time for them. Yeah, I was thinking about it um, this morning when I was like doing some journaling and I realized I learned a couple really interesting things through this experience. Um with this guy and dating and sobriety um, that one that like I'm actually capable of a nice relationship where I'm treated as I deserve, you know, even though it didn't work out hitting those qualities on that, on the list that I was like saying about him and like, and him treating me well, it doesn't automatically make this person a soulmate. You know? I think that's just like dating. And I'm so used to like settling and not being treated right and being used or like being the one that's chasing the guy or, sabotaging a relationship because of alcohol that it was just like really nice to be in like a like quote unquote normal relationship even though it didn't work out and then another thing I I learned or 
not that I learned, but just like that was clear to me. It's just like, you know, when it's right, it will, it's right. Mm-hmm. Like when it's right, it will fit, it will flow, it will be like smooth. And yeah. um, it, not to say that it, there won't be any problems, but I just don't think it will be so much of a stress, you know, as something yeah. that's just like, a, not that this guy was stressful, but just like, it will just think like click more and fit better and just yeah. like all around and, I don't know. I feel like it's uh, kind of a, a blessing and a curse that I have ex- experienced that feeling before because like I was with someone for many, many years and I've, you know, I was in love and I, I know that feeling of how it feels when it's just easy and it it's mm-hmm. natural and feels right. And so it's like uh, having that, like I know what to wait for. Like I know it exists and I know I can have it, but it's like also has me waiting more because yeah. like, I don't know. I have like a long list of like th- of one to two month flings like this. And it's just because I think I know pretty early on if it feels like a, a good fit or if it's natural or not, yeah. you know. And yeah, so I've just like have a lot of experience. Like I could write a book. I feel like Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> I'm just like I think it's like a great thing to like finally start for you to like finally like start to be like, no, this is like what I want. And I'm like not going to like settle you know, mm-hmm. because even though I think it is tough to like, I mean, the only way that you can know if someone's right for you is like spend time with them, go out on dates, like get to know them. But then it's tough when at a certain point when you've done that for a couple of weeks, then you realize like, oh, this isn't really like the right fit for me or the right person. Also realizing you can't always force something to work if it's if it's yeah. not going to mm-hmm. work. It's like an organic thing when you just two personalities that click like and sexually you click. At least for me, it's like at the beginning, that's when it should be like the the easiest. If you're not feeling that way about the person right off the bat, that's. I don't know if that'll like happen, if, you know. Yeah. Uh, another thing is that I'm doing, which is a newer thing for me, is that like I'm now my priority and I mm-hmm. feel like I sound like Jax in this last <laughs> oh my gosh week's episode of Vanderpump Rules. Oh my god, I need to stop bringing up this show. It's but so funny. He, but I remember he that. talks. Yeah, he talks about he talks to his fiance's family about how he's his priority and he's got to look out for number one before and and it's he sounded like a complete asshole because yeah. he is. But he has a slight point if you ha- look at it with a different perspective. As like, yeah, you do need to take care of yourself yeah. first. I think. I mean, or you're not going to be Jack. So I really don't know what he means, but I think like there's something to be said that like you can't be happy in a relationship unless if you're happy with yourself first and like taking care of yourself and your well-being and like your like mental state. Like you're not going to be able to help others or be there for others if you're not uh, okay with yourself. Exactly. And I think uh, like my mental health, my sobriety and my future is like definitely my priority and doing the things that I need to do to to improve those things, such as, like, therapy, like, writing, podcasting, like, meditating, exercising, even just, like, resting, you know? I think that's a huge thing is, like, if I don't get enough rest, mm-hmm. I can feel it. So for me to, like, make the decision to do something, like, what's best for me, so nat- – and I, ma- I made the decision so naturally. Like, it wasn't really a hard choice. I was, like – it was very clear what I should do. And so for me to do that just shows me how far I've come in my sobriety, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, to me, sobriety is not just about like not drinking. 
like it's about like healing from your past and growing in this in your relationship with yourself yeah and it's so i think that's a huge thing that i need to make clear is it's not just like you stop drinking and that's that it's like there's so much more to sobriety and that's what really is the cool part about it is all that healing and growing that happens within it or before i mean i just felt like i was like boy crazy when i was drinking (laughs) like i I didn't you know i mean how would you have described me like i mean yeah if you had the same scenario it would have been like you maybe would have like stayed in the sky for longer than you like wanted to or you would have like Maybe like you talked about like self-sabotaging, like you would have like done something to where I think you would have pushed the relationship to this like crazy level to where maybe you guys had a fight or like something. I feel like you handled it like really maturely. Yeah. The last guy I I dated before I got sober, I screamed at him in a parking lot and told (laughs) him, I, I don't remember this. He had to tell me this the next day. And I told him like, go fuck himself, like, and just saying horrible things to him. And, um, obviously like it ended after that, yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to see me again. But I think you did that out of a way, cause you weren't like that into him either. And so I think it was like, you did that as a way to like get out of get it, out of the relationship instead of having like an honest conversation. Like, I feel like you couldn't let him go because there was like this, you were kind of like a little dependent on the relationship. Yeah. Or because like I was super depressed exactly. at that point. Because that was towards the end yeah. of my drinking. And I was So, like, you couldn't let it really go, depressed. but, like, you weren't interested in staying in the relationship anymore. So, I felt like you had to, like, you subconsciously did this, obviously. But it's, like, you had to, like, come up with, like, a fight or a reason or something. Yeah. To, like, yeah. end it. I mean, <laughs> and know? that guy was a really nice guy. But, uh, yeah, I, I was... I loved having him there for me every day to talk to. Yeah. And to be there for me. You know, and so that was kind of shitty on my part is basically using the sky emotionally. Yeah. But then, um, I mean, there's other times like there's the one guy I dated um, who I really, really liked. And like one night he texted me something and I misunderstood it and read it. And I like oh, my response. Yeah, remember I remember that? This. And my response was like I, really mean back to him responded really confused. He was really confused. And it kind of that kind of started a little fight like through text. It wasn't as in person so it wasn't as like memorable but it was still it was like all initiated like infused by alcohol yeah and then like the next day when i was sober i tried to like make things right but i had like scared him off because of just my reaction (laughs) and i (laughs) and i but like i really liked that guy yeah and i was i'm to this day i'm like pissed that that because that was like maybe a month and a half two months in i felt like that one could have gone somewhere but yeah but then i had other guys two other guys that I can think of that I dated. One guy was, he didn't drink. The other guy drink would drink a little bit, but both ma- had made comments like you drank a lot mm-hmm. and that they like slowly kind of like, like lost interest mm-hmm. because they didn't know how to deal with me. Yeah. So it's definitely, um, yeah. And I feel thing. like, I feel like you talked about this on other episodes, but like you would just, I feel like meet someone and immediately like, yeah. think that not, you uh, obviously wouldn't like be like, oh my gosh, this is my boyfriend now. But you try and like speed up the relationship, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, you're right. I like date two. I saw us like, I saw the future for us, yeah. you know. And this person's just like, <laughs> like I just I barely know you. And you would like introduce them to Evan and I, and like, which was fine, but it was like. It was just always like a little too soon, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> just because I had no sense of reality. I had no clarity yeah. on like 
on anything. And I, it's just like, I'm in such a different place now. Like yeah, just seeing totally. how I handled myself in this relationship. Like the pace of this was great. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think like a couple weeks ago, you're like, you know, just talking about like how hard it is to, like meet people out here in LA and like how like you did meet someone that like checks off all your boxes, but like something's just not com- completely like clicking for you. And I was trying to like, you know, just like reassure you that like you don't have to settle, you yeah. know? And it's like, I think at that point you still felt kind of like unsure and like, well, I also wanted to give it a fair shot. Yeah, too. totally. But I think you maybe felt like a little like, oh my gosh, like if I let go of this, will I find something, someone else? Something that, like, else come, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's. There like, might have been a little bit of that, yeah. Yeah. But. But I think just the fact that you know, like, this is the kind of relationship I want and the kind of like person that I want, and you're not going to like settle until you find that person. It's like, that's yeah. like a really like empowering thing yeah this whole experience is something that that just so new to me and it might sound totally normal for like (laughs) most people out there but just like to meet this whole like meeting someone that yeah checks off a lot of the boxes that I was looking for and treats me really great and like I had a really great time the entire time of it you know and just like and then it ended like as maturely as it could have and and just and then I'm now moving on like that's just like old Lindsay no way (laughs) and it's just yeah Yeah, it's just really cool just to take a step back and just acknowledge these little things in my life that Mm -hmm. are happening in sobriety so yeah yeah but yeah so um how about for you uh you (laughs) you are like how many months married now uh almost seven months people so people say like the first year of marriage is the hardest is that would you agree with that people say that Really? I thought so. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think like, I mean, I wouldn't say it's been hard because like, it's not because of like our relationship, but it's just like, there's been like so much going on. Like I, I like got a couple new jobs, having some like health stuff, nothing like serious. There's just like so much going on in my life. And obviously it's like our lives together but a lot of it's like happening to me <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. what I was saying like I feel like I've just felt like kind of self-centered I feel like we both have kind of just been like wanting things to get a little bit more like back to normal like more like routine I finally just started like cooking dinner again like because mm-hmm. we were postmating for like three or four months every night and that's oh like gosh, not healthy expensive. and very expensive <laughs> But, like, yeah, like, just stuff like that. and Just because you, like, were adapting to a new job and a new schedule and not feeling well. and Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, I mean, there's always going to be some chaos in life, but it sounds like you had more than usual. Yeah, and And especially, like, in December was a really, I mean, that, like, that was, like, month two of being married. And, like, we kind of, like, barely saw each other that month because... I was working like 70 plus hours, a a new job. And he was also working um, a lot at the studio. And like that was kind of a tough time for us because we like would barely see each other. And I was so stressed, just like so overworked. And we finally like had the holidays Mm -hmm. and we spent it with our family. So that was great. But it was just like it was tough. So I think like we're really trying to like just make more time for each other and like we spend a lot of time together 
Okay, like, watching Game of Thrones yeah. does not count, Gabby. Yeah, I mean, we, like, we watch TV, we laugh, like, we giggle, like, we're, we're like, <laughs> we giggle. giggle. We're just giggling. But, I mean, I think it's, like, having, like, the deeper connection. Yeah. And, like, Talking about what's really going exactly. on. And, and, like, being honest. Mm-hmm. So. Would you guys ever go to couples therapy? Not um. that you guys have problems, but just, like, <laughs> to, like, make sure you actually have, like, that time on the calendar to, like, sit down and yeah, connect I mean, I with would, another stranger in the yeah. room. <laughs> I don't know. I would like, I don't think like we quote unquote need couples therapy, but I, I think that's what I was saying. Like people's mind goes to like yeah, the like, worst. Oh, like, I oh my God, you guys yeah. are heading to divorce. But, but I just meant like as like a maintenance thing just yeah, to like, like I'm always, I'm always like, I'm a big advocate for a therapy. I think it's like, you shouldn't go when you're like, oh my gosh, I need fixing. I mean, you should, but like that shouldn't be the only time that you right. should go. Like you should go to like help make you better. Like, you may be doing good right now, but you could do even better. When you just said couples therapy, it made me think like, oh my God, everyone's going to think we have issues. No. And it's like, that's not the case. It's we looked at it as like, oh my gosh, like you, I care so much about this relationship. I want to make sure that we're like always like yeah, open and honest. It doesn't and mean a struggle well. or it doesn't like, mean weakness. It just means yeah. that you want to be the best versions of yourself and yeah. like healthy. Yeah. Not Yeah. So that, I didn't mean to scare you. No, no. <laughs> I think it's just like that stigma. My dad in the last episode was talking about how like he was hesitant to open up about his drinking because a lot of times it's like when people talk about heavy drinking or sobriety or those words are thrown around, it's seen as a weakness Mm. and it's not. Yeah. It's just a part of life. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that like that person did that, but it's like no one's perfect. And when I see people that has struggles, yeah. when I see people that don't talk about these uncomfortable words, I see that as a weakness because you're just hiding it. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's like you're not being honest with yourself. Yeah. Which is such a like freeing thing. Yeah. It's like taking off your bra at the end of the day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I have to like for all the ladies out there. I found a really great bra. I feel like I'm going to become a bra spokesman. (laughs) If if, yeah, actually, um, You've mentioned it to me about four times yeah. in the last maybe I've tell, six I've months. I've told like everybody, but so it's called True. Like the like, it's not by Chloe Kardashian. That's what I call one-year-old daughter. That's but what I call <laughs> Truman. It's True. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's called the bra is called True. It's called well, the brand is called True, oh. and then they have a bunch of different like styles. But I really like it, like because it. it I won't go too into detail, but it like doesn't have underwire, so it's like very comfortable, very like flexible, and I just I don't even realize I'm wearing it. Where whereas like my whole life I would like always be conscious and like couldn't wait to come home and like take my bra off at the end of the day. Right. So it sounds like a, s- a paid sponsor. <laughs> <I know. laughs> They're paying me zero dollars. <laughs> they have no idea I exist. <laughs> Truebra.com/slash Gabby. Use Papazal promo code Bradford. Gabby <laughs> Bradford Papazal. <laughs> Just kidding. This is like a, a everything is backwards on this episode. <laughs> normally, I like it. It's norm- like opposite day. I know. Normally, I end with Van- Vanderpump Rules and start with my positive stories, but mm-hmm. we're doing it backwards today. But I only have one story I wanted to share. Yeah, I'm I feel excited. Like, I feel like it goes well with our topic today about relationships and all that stuff. In you know the best being the best doing the best thing for yourself uh-huh. uh but after f- four years of being married to herself this woman reads inspiring reflections on committing to self-love so this lady got married to herself four okay. years ago i didn't know you could do that 
Is that a thing? I mean, I know. I kind of want to do it. I know. <laughs> I know in like Sex in the City, Carrie Bradshaw like registers. Oh, she like, like because yeah, because of the shoe thing. That's a whole different thing. I know. She didn't get like, like legally married to herself. She just registered <laughs> herself at a like a Jimmy Choo shoe store. I know to store. get her friend to buy the shoes. Yeah, yeah. I know which episode you're talking about. <laughs> no, but this woman like got. I think I'm pretty sure legally. Got married to herself. How do you do that? But she, so for the ceremony, she's 40 years old. I only have nine and a half years to go, and this is me. But <laughs> um, she wore a vintage gown with a bouquet of sunflowers as she stood before her friends and family and promised to love, honor, and obey herself. <laughs> so she now celebrates her fourth wedding anniversary huh. and is celebrating the commitment she made by writing a book about living and loving herself. Interesting. What if she meets someone al- along the way? Yeah. Like, does she have to divorce herself? Does she, have <laughs> does she have to get like an attorney <laughs> and like go to court? <laughs> Could you imagine that she's in the courtroom and she like just moved sh- moves chairs <laughs> from the like defendant from one to side the to the <laughs> next? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm sorry i don't i don't mean to make fun of this woman oh. i think that's really sweet no i know but like what if she does fall in love with someone else i don't know but um oh, she said she was inspired to tie the knot after with herself after a string of failed relationships made her realize that she did not need another person to feel happy that's amen true. yes and also you know what it's like really i mean planning a wedding is stressful but it's also really fun and you just get to like throw this massive fun party but you yeah. don't you don't need a guy except this <laughs> time it's person. all eyes are on just you yeah not you and someone else yeah when she turned 30 she had had uh quite a bad breakup she had been cheated on for the third time and it really knocked her down more than the other breakups i'm usually a very happy and confident person but i could not help blaming myself thinking i was not enough i spent months which were the worst I ever had spiraling down with my mental health. Then I woke up in bed one morning and had a massive sense of release, relief where I could feel my optimism returning. I realized I am not the loser in this. I actually love my life. I love myself and I felt very grateful. Romantic love is talked about, but nobody really talks about that love of yourself. When you're single, there's unspoken sympathy in the idea of don't worry. Someone is just around the corner, mm-hmm. but I was happy about myself and the, and I had this idea of self-marriage. Interesting. Oh, my God. How long is the story? When Tanner wrote to the Brighton Council, they oh, they refused to make her marriage legally binding because it was not a union of two people to the exclusion of anybody else. Uh, on top of that, her agent turned down her idea for a new book in which a woman got married to herself because she did not think there was a market for the concept. She said it does not fit the rom-com element. And I laughed and said, <laughs> that is kind of the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Des- agent is a dum-dum. Despite several setbacks, Sophie arranged her own illegal ceremony. Okay, so it's not legal. In May two- 2015 to celebrate her sologamy. Sologamy? Sologamy? <laughs> sologamy? Is that a real word? <laughs> I don't know. She just made that up. She's just just making up her own shit. It's great. (laughs) Four years on, she is set to launch her new self-love novel titled Reader, I Married Me on May 18th. Mm. Is that your mom's book? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. 
I don't your think mom's that married, is. I know, to your dad. <laughs> so, um, this is interesting. Yeah. Oh, wait. Ah, mm. while she has dated other people since marrying herself in 2015, <laughs> she says that she is still happy being single and will only enter into a relationship with somebody who completes her life. Okay, this took a turn. Wait, I, was, I thought she said she didn't. I know. I was on board. I was like, life. go, Sophie. Go, so- Sophia. Sophie. And then I was like, go, Sophie. And then all of a sudden, sh- I find out she's actually still dating. And she's saying that she would be with someone that, com- I hate that word, completes you. Yeah. We talked about this before. Yeah. I uh, feel like she just did this to get a party. To get a book. <laughs> In a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she did this. All right. Uh, I. I mean, the concept, like, I totally There's agree still with, some like... good stuff in there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did not end strong, though. I think the one thing to consider, weddings are expensive. And if you're marrying yourself, you <laughs> financially <laughs> I have wonder to take up the whole burden. What these guys think that she's dating, like, what they these guys that she's dating think about this. When she's like, yeah, I'm married to myself. Does and she wear like, a wedding ring? I don't know. Like, you know what, though? I was, like, thinking about this, like... Yeah, like, I, I love my, like, wedding engagement rings. But if I wasn't in a relationship, I would just totally buy myself some, like, nice jewelry. You don't have to wait for a man I to mean, buy you something. Yeah. Just go buy yourself a diamond rocket. Just a diamond rocket? <laughs> I mean, <just laughs> buy yourself a diamond and rocket. <laughs> That's oh. a good pun, though. Got it. <laughs> but, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't really... W- care that much about jewelry like for me i want to like take a trip yeah i think that's you know what i think that's something i need to change is because i've never like been to europe Mm -hmm. or done a ton of traveling because i always felt like i needed to do it with somebody and i don't really have any friends that are kind of like single and wanting to travel and in the same position as me so i was always thinking like oh this is i need to wait for like a relationship to do these things and maybe that's just something that i should be like fuck it i'm gonna go travel by myself yeah i think there's this girl that i used to work with um one of my old jobs and she did like a solo trip to italy or maybe she like met up with some friends that she knew when she was there but she did like travel by herself and actually another girl that i used to work with she travels by herself all the time like she's always mm. like on these adventures and just does things by herself and i was just like so amazed yeah and, like i would I be a little nervous in like europe because i'm so unfamiliar yeah. with it but like anywhere in the u.s i would feel totally fine yeah being by myself yeah i was like thinking about that the other day because i feel like i'm like <laughs> i mean i will travel by myself and i've done it but i just don't i don't like to i don't know i get like too scared i'm like what if someone kidnaps me there's like people around (laughs) i know it's stupid but yeah i think i think it's really cool i think like traveling alone like i I would love to like do that yeah i should do it yeah bye guys i'm going i'm going (laughs) to paris no i want to travel more too i mean i think it's so hard you know with like jobs because it's like you get a certain amount of days off and you have to like save up but i was thinking about how I would love to, like, make it a goal where I have, like, a trip every quarter, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, and a lot of my travel has to do with, like, seeing my family, which is obviously very important to me. But I'm, like, I would also love to just plan some, like, fun 
whether it's like a weekend trip or something. Yeah. You know, totally. Well, you have something big coming up your birthday. Oh yeah. The big three Oh 30th birthday. It's also my golden birthday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many things. Yeah. It's what going to be epic. What are you going to do? I decided that I really wanted to do something where, I mean, I'm a big fan of music videos because I grew yeah. up watching like MTV TRL yeah. <laughs> and making the music video. <laughs> and so I was like, I want to have like a 90s, 2000 themed birthday party where it's like everyone actually dresses up as their favorite like celeb from yeah. from those two decades and i couldn't pick just one decade because both are just so there's too many great songs from both eras right so totally so you got we rented a ho- or she rented a house yes in uh the hills kind of yeah in the house <laughs> studio city she <laughs> close enough <laughs> it sounds cooler when you say i mean hills. if i wanted to spend an extra like thousand dollars we're gonna have got one in the hills we're gonna have a sick 90s dance party yes in our 90s costumes you're gonna be shanite oh Oh, i guess people know yeah well you want people to know so they don't copy you right that's true yeah it's been my dream to dress up as shania twain from the that don't impress me much video the the leopard outfit yes it's like a two-piece leopard outfit yes with like a cape or like a not a cape, but a duster. Yeah, and she's like has a suitcase and yeah. there's like a truck truck driver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> he's there, but And there's like some guy on like a horse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm not even that big of a Shania Twain like fan. Like I don't ever really listen to her music, but I think that music video just had such a big impact on me when I was like eleven. <laughs> Like, I just thought like she was what so kind cool. of impact? <laughs> I don't know. Like I just thought she was so cool. And I was like, that is just, I loved that look, like head to toe leopard print. Like no, it's who, a cool look. And yeah. with like red hair and bangs, like who else yeah. could pull that off? And so I just, I've always like for every Halloween, I've thought about like being like dressing up as her and I, I just haven't done it. And so I was like, this this is going to be my look. So Yeah. I think I'm going to do share from Clueless. Oh, that's going to be so good. Uh, but there was some talk about getting the Spice Girls together, but I got to find four others that are committed. Yeah. I think yeah, I mean Spice Girls would be iconic, but I feel like share is such a good one. Oh like yeah. It's a, and it's like one of your favorite movies. Oh, I thought you, when you said share, I thought you meant like the singer. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I could do that too. You could also do that. Yeah, I, I share from Clueless. Yeah, yeah. And I, there's gonna be a uh, costume contest because I want people to take this seriously with a prize. Hell yeah! So and I'm gonna make the prize pretty good. I'm okay. gonna <laughs> like. Is it disco? I'm like throwing this party for <laughs> myself. <laughs> I like, like Lindsay, like you and like Evan and and like. You know, you guys have both been like, I can help you plan it. I can do stuff, which I'll probably still need your help. But it's funny. I'm like, no, I'll just like, I'll that's just do I it mean, myself. That's the best way because then you get exactly <laughs> what you want. Exactly. No that's how I felt about it. And like, I mean, like Evan has always like done something sweet or, or you, you have as well for me. And it's always been like so great. And I like love it. But I was like, I just I kind of this like my big birthday. Mm-hmm. It's my golden birthday. So I was like, I'm just going to plan it. And I. I'm kind of almost like doing it more for my friends. Like I'm, I got the house. I'm not like making anyone like pay for it. And I'm 
you're trying like supply like all the like food and booze and all that and it's like it's almost like the wedding 2.0 but yeah. not as expensive <laughs> right right like i just like loved throwing such a fun party and like everyone like was there and had like so much fun and i just like wanted to do that again for my yeah for my well birthday. i'm gonna redo my 30th birthday party this year <laughs> yes. we talked about that because i my 30th last year was horrible i know i was supposed to go i was dating somebody and we were we were supposed to go camping in Joshua tree for the weekend and we broke up the day we were going to leave. Yeah. And so well, we had like a, a fun, like well, dinner yeah, before, before that we had a little like bowling and, yeah. and stuff like but that. But I, I felt did bad the, that I the friends because I wanted to like throw you something bigger, but it was like right after my wedding and I just didn't have, like but also I didn't, I didn't want you guys to throw anything that's big right. because I was like, Oh, I have this trip I'm going yeah. on with this guy. And so yeah. don't worry about it. Like I've, <laughs> I've been wanting to go camping in Joshua tree forever. And then, we broke up the day that um, I was going to leave and just yeah. that sucked. So I'm going to redo it this year. Yeah. Thinking maybe Mexico. That would be fun. I've never. Well, I've been in Mexico, but not like touristy Mexico. I don't know. I want to like li- maybe. I mean, I want to lie on a beach. Yeah. With a fruity drink, non-alcoholic in my hand and get my tan on and go in the water and live my best life. Yes. Well, <laughs> I think. I think we should totally redo it, and it'll, it's going to be epic. It's going to be really excited. Epic. All right. I think that's all I got. We got to go to Tom Tom and meet Heather. So, yeah. got to go. <laughs> well, you got to like give everyone an update about I'll let you know who if we anything see. happened. Oh, and I haven't dropped this in for a while, but if you guys will please subscribe, like, you can't even like it. I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> please subscribe and rate and review the podcast on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. Um, five out of five stars. Tell your family and your friends and your coworkers, your neighbors, your uncle. Get it, everybody. Tell your them about <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye.